Howdy there, folks. You're listening to another exciting episode of You're Not My Father. Coming to you not so live from our studios here in Anchorage, Alaska. Get ready. I'm a podcast superstar. Welcome back to another exciting episode of You're Not My Father. I am not your father, but it is me. It's Thomas Brando Greenman back at you again. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to go on vacation. How to go on vacation and come back refreshed. It's a skill that's taken me a lot of years to actually be able to, I'm not even going to say master, but actually be able to perform is probably the best word for it. But first, let's talk about the channel, um, and then we'll jump right back into vacations. Um, So this is the last episode of season two, and how we came to any kind of shape, form, or fashion of what our seasons look like is just whenever we're going to take a break in content. That's really it. You know, we don't do it like TV or or anything else. Um, There's not really a, a grandmaster scheme this type of thing for us but uh next season we're gonna have a brand new intro we're gonna do things a lot more professionally we're gonna look at some of the analytics of what our channel is and what people are listening to um and how much they listen and try to gauge and steer our content creation towards that so that's next season we'll also top that off or start that off rather with um, what our vacation was in, in Hawaii. Um, but you'll probably get a, some glimpses of it and some details of that in this episode. But let's just jump right back into it. So how do you go on vacation and then come away feeling refreshed? It's a hard thing to do. Um, for a kid, you know, <laughs> if you're not working, you live with your parents and your parents are essentially the ones that are putting you up on vacation it's not too good difficult, really. You know, you kind of rely on them. You're falling underneath their um, their wings, so to speak. And you go where you go, and you try to have fun as much as you can. And that's pretty much it. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to come back feeling refreshed as a kid. Um, you know, kids in that environment. And I would venture to say anybody, really. Um, would probably come back from that type of thing feeling pretty good. Um, I think it's whenever you shift your control over to, you know, you have to do this and all the weights on your shoulders, that that's when it becomes a bit of a problem. So working, you know, in a job. (sighs) Yeah, here's the sigh. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, you're working, you know. You can just imagine that because I'm sure you can. You're working. You're having to deal with time off and what's going to happen with your job and all of that stuff. Well, number one, you should really kind of pick the right time to do it. And so that's probably one of the more important things. And I would I would say that's where you start off first, you know, pick the right time to go on vacation because that's really going to determine everything else. So with my business, it's better for me to go towards the fall or winter 
because here in Alaska, things don't really uh, pep up too much. Tourism is one of our big industries. So wintertime or, or fall, fall, winter, um, depending on who you ask, um, is better for us. So this year we decided that, you know, our big vacation to Hawaii was going to be during this time of year. And it wasn't necessarily a really big vacation. Um, you know, we've, we had a bigger vacation earlier in the year, but this was the ideal time to do what we were looking to do. And so scheduling that is really kind of the best thing that you could do. Now, if it doesn't matter if, you know, you're the job that you're in, you know, doesn't really matter. You could take off time wherever, um, you know, there you go. You're, you're lucky to have a job in that position. But for most of us, you know, you, you kind of have to look at, you know, what your workload is and what you're doing. And honestly, most people are not going to have somebody that's going to be doing their job for them whenever they're gone. So your workload has increased whenever you come back and you've got to pick up that slack. So the second part of that equation is, is trying to get as much work done as possible before you go. Try to make it as easy for yourself as possible. And don't burn yourself out completely to where you're dead and you're exhausted on vacation. That's that's not where you want to be. But you want to try to take care of things as much as possible before you head out the door. Um, and yeah, you know, leave yourself up, leave yourself open to any suggestions that other people may have on what they can do to kind of help you out. Because, you know, ideally, if you're working in a good workplace, you know, you're, you're a team. And so lean on your teammates for any kind of help that they could provide. On the same token, make sure that you're there for them whenever they need to. It's, you know, it's that part of family that, you know, a lot of businesses don't have. One of the things that we're fortunate enough in my business to, you know, everybody's kind of part of the family, you know, in Hawaii, they call it Ohana, I believe, <laughs> if I said that wrong forgive me. But, um, you know, it's that sense of family and tradition and, you know, it's, it's, it's camaraderie, it's teamwork. So if you can do that, great. If not, just do what you can. So the third thing, um, the third thing is to, you know, plan ahead what your vacation is going to be. Um, now I'm not saying have every single stick of the vacation planned out and ready to go. Um, you know, every day, you know, you're going to do this at this particular time or whatever. It's not a bad idea to have kind of an idea. <laughs> it's not a bad idea to have an idea. It's not a bad idea to have an idea of like what you're going to do and some of the things that you're going to do. So this is the way I do it. Here's a list of things that I want to do. Um, and if we can get to all of these or most of these, great. And if we don't, no problem. But, um, you know, try to prioritize the list of things that you want to do, um, and try to slot those into days. So I wouldn't really try to make something happen until multi-day format, not unless, you know, that's just how it's going to have to be. But, um, for us, you know, going to Hawaii, you know, we were there for five nights. We got in the first night, so kind of didn't really kind of count, but you know, our main goal was just to relax you know, get energized, revitalized and have a good time and come back 
ready to do what we need to do. And so we, uh, we wanted to go to Pearl Harbor. You know, we wanted to drive around the island. We obviously wanted to go out, eat a couple of places, spend a lot of time at the beach and really just kind of do as much Hawaii things as we could. And so that first thing, Pearl Harbor, um, didn't work out. Um, I didn't plan enough ahead to realize that it was the 80th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack happening that week while we were there. So there was already a lot of traffic going on in town. Um, there seemed to be a lot of activity out towards the base and there was a lot of other things going on too. Um, as low tourism as Hawaii was during that time. So we never made it. So for us, you know, the kids, probably not a big deal to them at all. My wife, no, for me, it was a kind of a big deal, but in my mind, I was like, am I not going to come back to Hawaii again? And where, where we're at, um, we really feel like, you know, Hawaii's going to be, you know, accessible to us. So we'll come back and do it again. Not a big deal. Um, we also had what they described as catastrophic flooding and rain, uh, for, you know, like a day and a half while we we're there, it was kind of overcast. So it wasn't necessarily the ideal Hawaii vacation, but we made the most of it. So we had this list of things that we wanted to do. We accomplished some of it. We did get to do the tour around the island, but we really kind of stayed positive, you know, in that aspect of, you know, we're in Hawaii, you know, this is, this is where we want to be. Um, we really kind of embraced that type of attitude that, you know, good vibes only that type of deal. As a matter, as a matter of fact, um, Conan was cranky for a little while and we kept calling him good vibes and that only made him matter, but we had fun <laughs> calling him that. Um, but we really embraced that type of attitude to the vacation and it really paid off. Um, you know, other people probably would have been sulking and wouldn't have had fun or maybe they'd been mad or sad that, you know, well, how could it rain in Hawaii and how could it happen to my vacation? For us, it was just like, you know, we'll do whatever we <laughs> wanted to do. Um, we went and got a pedicure, you know, on a, on a cloudy day. Um, yeah, we stayed in and watched some movies, watched back to the future when it was really raining. Um, uh, we just made the most of it. Um, so, so yeah, you know, plan that, that vacation with, with some flexibility. Um, don't make it so rigid and hard to where, you know, you're stressed out because of what your schedule is. Cause that's not what you're trying to accomplish. You know, that vacation is something for you to enjoy. You spent money on it and chances are you probably spent a lot of money on it and you know, you're not going to be able to redo your vacation, you know, okay, well we're going to leave and we're going to come we're going to go next week and do another vacation. That's probably not going to happen. So enjoy what you've got, you know, have some backup plans. That's, that's really kind of where you want to be at as far as the planning aspect of it. The other, the other thing um, that that's probably a good thing to do is really kind of embrace the tourist culture. I know that sounds a little cheesy uh, for me growing up on the Gulf shores, <laughs> Gulf Shores, living Gulf Shores, Gulf Coast of Florida, Alabama, which includes Gulf Shores, uh, you know, very touristy beaches. You know, we went to a beach in Hawaii, so, you know, tourist culture. Um, I kind of 
poo poo that whole idea of like, you know, I don't want to be just a tourist and, uh, whatnot. You know, I'm, I'm not that kind of guy and, you know, kind of, yeah, I poo pooed that whole idea. Um, but you know, it kind of changed whenever I was in Hawaii and it wasn't like, you know, we got off the plane and it was like the movies where somebody put a lay around your neck and stuff like that. No, I mean, there was all kinds of health things going on and, you know, having to verify vaccinations and testing and all this other stuff. So it was, it was not the Hawaii vacation that like you saw in the Brady Bunch, you know, when I was growing up or TV movies, um, it, it was a lot different. You also got there late at night. Um, so we, we didn't have the typical tourist type of thing, but you know, we kind of embraced it in a way, you know, we're obviously not locals. Maybe we kind of looked a little local because, you know, we're used to being around the beach and this is what you wear at the beach if you're not a tourist. But, you know, I've got, you know, a Maui hook necklace, which I really love. Um, and I really liked the culture and the history behind it. I got a seashell necklace and I'm actually still wearing them. Um, I really kind of fell in love with Hawaii and the culture and the people. Um, the food was okay. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Um, but it just, you know, there wasn't anything that just blew my socks off or things that I hadn't had before. It was just, it was good. Um, but it, it wasn't like super different or out of the ordinary or whatever. But, you know, we embrace the, the Hawaii culture and, um, uh, that philosophy. So I guess basically what I'm trying to say is, you know, be a part of that tourist thing, soak in that culture, you're going to come away with having to learn something and chances are it will have changed your life. And I feel like, you know, it did that for me. Um, I can't say about anybody else in the family, but, um, I, I will say this. Um, we were looking for a thing to do <laughs> on a rainy day and we were going to drive around the Island and I found something that I hadn't seen in my plans. And I wasn't as meticulous with my planning as what I normally am which was a good thing. Um, I would say that's, you know, don't be too obsessive about it. You know, leave some surprises for yourself. And I, I was surprised that um, there was a place out close to the Jurassic Ranch area, if you will, of the island. And it was called the Valley of the Temples. And it's a, it's essentially a graveyard in layman's terms, um, but a massive kind of complex. And there's all these beautiful temples and uh, various different places to different um, cultures and religions and beliefs. And one of them is a Japanese temple and it is completely gorgeous. And so we were like, that's where we're going to go. Or I, <laughs> I was rather, that's where we're going to go. Um, nobody had any complaints, but um, Sophia shares, you know, an Asian kind of passion of sort, you know, where she likes that culture in that history, maybe not so much the history aspect of it, but definitely the culture. And, you know, she's been taking martial arts for several years now, second degree black belt. Although it's, it's Korea, uh, Korean Taekwondo, um, <laughs> as opposed to Japanese Taekwondo, Korean Taekwondo. Uh, but it was Japanese temple. But one of the things that I saw in her and me and Conan are running around taking pictures of stuff and, having a good time. And even there was a little meditation, um, 
pagoda of sorts and he sat down and he's like i can meditate and he just whipped out into a pose and sat there and i was super impressed but sophia kind of wandered off and that was okay she she's exploring but you know i i noticed that you know she was calm or serene um and i wouldn't say i had seen that side of her before i think it was a little a little odd but it was okay. You kind of let that happen. She's walking around the rain, standing there, looking at things, observing things. And, um, you know, I asked her a little bit later, I was like, you know, hey, you know, what did you think of all this? And she said something along the lines of, like, this is the most at peace I've ever felt, like, in my life or something to that, to that extent. But, you know, the takeaway was that she really felt at peace in a very powerful way. And so it kind of struck me as, you know, wow, you know, she's, she's kind of like me, you know, um, I was in full on tourist mode taking pictures because, you know, it was the architecture and the art and the history behind something like this. And I've always wanted to go to Japan ever since I was a kid. Um, obviously, you know, we share some, some of that commonality of, you know, our love of Asian culture and, it was, it was cool. Like I, like I felt like proud that, you know, she had taken on that aspect of me because if I was there and I wasn't in tourist mode, (laughs) I probably would have sat there for a while and I probably would have just soaked it in the sights and the sounds. Now, obviously there's tourists all over the place, although it was raining. So there wasn't that many. Um, so it, it didn't feel like the, the peaceful, place it probably should have been and they had a gift shop too well anyway um you know we we walked away from that one single place you know with something that we're going to carry with us for the rest of our lives and i think that sophia will remember that and probably look upon that experience um a lot in the coming years and i will too because of how it affected her um you know, and I think it brought us a little bit closer to understanding, you know, ourselves. And that was, that was pretty cool. And we wouldn't have had that experience if we had tried to make some kind of hardcore rigid vacation plan. Um, it just wouldn't have worked. Um, yeah. So, um, let's, let's walk away from some of that and let's walk back to, you know, you're going to leave. You're gonna leave vacation. You're gonna come back. Um, so the 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 other piece of advice I would give you in regards to that is to <laughs> and most people don't do this for some reason, but give yourself a day off. Take another day off. You know, cut your vacation short if you have to. Another day off at home after you get back. And the reason is, is that you know you need to adjust. And if you're living in Alaska like us or places where you have to travel really far to get to some place that you want to be, you know, there's layovers and red eyes and, you know, long flights and stuff like that. And so for us, you know, we had an entire day, um, our last day of running around and, and doing things and checking out and rental cars and, you know, still trying to squeeze in as much time into our vacation as possible but our flight didn't leave till like midnight. So we're at the airport at like nine o'clock going through check-in, which, or security, which took, you know, 
a good hour and a half, I think, and then waiting around for our flight and going to the bathroom and getting a snack, getting something to eat. And then you've got the six and a half hour flight, uh, which I think for us was actually a little bit less. But, you know, by the time we get our bags and we get a, a, a Lyft or an Uber ride that can accommodate all of us, which there was only one vehicle, we had to wait another 25 minutes. And then getting home and actually getting to sit down and relax, you know, it's 8.30 in the morning. So, I mean, we've had a, we've had a hell of a day. Um, and if you're like me, maybe you can't sleep as well on the plane. I don't think most people can, <laughs> except if you're my son, um, who just passed out the entire flight. Um, and then if you did sleep, you know, it probably wasn't good, but, um, yeah, you know, you, I had a day and so we got home, I had some coffee and, <laughs> One of the great things that I'd done is I'd ordered some things that I knew that we wanted um, ahead of time from Walmart and had it delivered. Walmart Plus, not a sponsor, but um, really damn convenient that I could have that type of stuff delivered, you know, before we left, like coffee creamer and, you know, a few other odds and ends of things that we could have. Um, right. Actually, we didn't have it delivered before. We had it delivered that day. But we had actually gotten some coffee creamer and a few things that we were going to make sure that we had on hand when we got home because we wanted coffee. Speaking of which, there's a nice cup of coffee sitting here with my name on it. And I'm going to take a sip. So if you're drinking coffee or anything else, here's the pause in the podcast that you're going to want to take that sip. Oh, it was good. It's good coffee. (laughs) Anyway. If you can just imagine coming off that plane, you know, super long flight, long night, you know, coffee was a big deal. So we had that in check. Um, I'd scheduled that Walmart delivery for like 11 o'clock that morning. So we're up, you know, we're still kind of awake. So it's kind of hard to tone it back down and go to sleep. Um, you know, we watched some TV and, you know, Walmart delivery shows up and now we've got some fresh food that we can eat and um, I have a little bit of a snack and then I just take a nap. So I've got a nap in me for, you know, the next two or three hours. I wake up and I'm super starving. So I've got food. We chill out. We relax. And um, we (laughs) probably should have unpacked at that point, but we didn't. But, um, you know, just kind of get back in the swing of things. Had a nice night, woke back up the next morning, then went to work, and it was great. I wasn't rushed, I wasn't hurried. Um, you know, we were still on island time, but you know, it was it was great. It was a great transition. It wasn't like this abrupt get off the plane, grab some sleep, get back to work. You know, you're thrown into the mix as quickly as possible, you know, like this this hurricane. Um I think there's probably a, a few people that are probably into that type of thing, but not me. <laughs> And I like to imagine that, you know, I'm like most people, um, you know, I, I like comfort. I, I like to take things easy and, you know, if I'm going to do things quickly, I mean, I'll do it, but, um, yeah, I can't sustain that forever. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's how I deal with that. And so the end result of all that, all this advice that I'm giving you is that I came back and I feel refreshed. I still feel good, you know, and one of the things I'm doing now is I'm planning the next vacation. And the reason why I'm doing that is, you know, go ahead and get it done, you know, and have something to look forward to. 
And so at this point, you know, I know I've got a lot of time and I'll squeeze in a vacation, you know, a little time off here and there between now and the next vacation, which will probably happen in like September or so. But, um, while it's fresh in my mind, I mean, I can start planning and, you know, scheming and trying to figure out what, where we're going to go to next and, and what we're going to do. But yeah, I feel refreshed. I feel good. Um, and, and you know, it was, it was good planning, flex, being flexible, um, you know, being embracing that tourist type of vibe, you know, really getting to understand the culture and where I was and, and being a part of that, you know, becoming one with it, if you will, um, making sure that, you know, everybody was having a good time as, as much as possible, but not trying to beat them with it. You will have a good time or I will, you know, that type of deal. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, you know, I, I didn't think about work, um, you know, in retrospect, I didn't think about work that much. There was, I, I got a couple of work calls or whatever, but you know what? I, I took them, I dealt with them or did what I could. And then I jumped right back into vacation mode. I didn't ponder it too long because what was that going to do? You know, it was going to hurt me. It was going to hurt myself and my family, and my company. If I let that affect me and not have the vacation that I wanted to have. And so I was lucky in the fact that, you know, I've got a great team working for me. I've got great people um, in my family and friends that can do the things that, you know, you know, we had somebody very close to us, watch our cats. And so there was just this great support team and I'm happy to do those exact same things for those people as well. Um, not just because, you know, they would do it for me. I mean, that's certainly one aspect of it, but because we care about each other, you know, we're, that's our Ohana and, you know, looking out after each other is, is kind of a big deal. Um, don't go <laughs> alone. You know, it's dangerous to go alone, as they would say in Legend of Zelda. Um, take this, take this family, have the family come with you, you know, do things with your family. Um, it really is important to me and it should be important to you. Um, and having that kind of system in place is what's going to um, enable you to have that really good vacation that you want and come back refreshed. So if you, um, if you like the podcast, if you like this episode, um, <laughs> feel free to, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Um, we've got lots of different social media. We're on Facebook. You can find us at you're not my father. Um, let us know what you think about this episode. Um, we would love to hear from you. And obviously if you're listening to this, you're a fan of ours and that makes you, that makes us <laughs> a fan of you. And, um, we really appreciate you and, um, we're really would love to share more with you. And so season three, um, I fully expect that to probably, um, hit the shelves <laughs> either at the end of the month or somewhere around there, but, um, look forward to that. We're going to have some cool stuff ready to go. Um, and at our next podcast, we'll have some more information on the vacation and have the kids chime in. And maybe even Julie show up and give her thoughts about how the vacation was. But until next time, I'm Tom Sprando, Green Man. Love you guys. Have fun. Enjoy. And remember, enjoy your vacation.
come back refreshed. It's your job. It's your duty. And it's not that hard. You just got to take, it takes a little bit of planning. And until next time.